but I was like, no, I will stay up until four and I will finish this and nothing can stop me. (laughs) Fuck you all very much. Welcome to the Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome with Wendy Bowlesby and Melissa Kirscher. Listeners to another episode of Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome. I am one of your co-hosts, Wendy, as I'm sure you know by now. And I am, <laughs> as usual, joined by my fabulous co-host, Melissa. That's you. That's the one. I knew That's you'd be me. there. Yay! <laughs> Yay! And we're here to talk about, you know, a movie or two and some other stuff. Probably mm-hmm. go off topic one or two times. Just the maybe. one or two times. Just, just the, maybe. Just the one or two. We're we're both running off of uh, sleep def- deficit and lack of energy, and because we're no longer traveling, so we're back to being across the nation from each other, and yeah. you know, yeah. time changes and daylight savings time and two different continents and. And time zone sad. changes and travel and being sad and <laughs> to, being sad to be back at work and everything like yeah. don't get me wrong glad to be home glad to be with my family that's not the problem the problem is but i was traveling and i was in london and it was cool mm-hmm. it's nice to have my dogs back though yeah right i'm i did actually miss jack also my husband and my daughter i missed yeah. them too same <laughs> I totally heard Fess on that. <laughs> you probably heard him better than I did. I have uh, noise-canceling headphones on, so I vaguely heard something way in the far distance. <laughs> it was a very plaintive Fess in the background. What about me? <laughs> and how fitting I didn't hear him. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. Love oh. you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> what a likely story i love you okay <laughs> oh, oh that, was, that was comedy gold <sighs> the only thing you ever hear in the background of my house is either bb meowing or purring or being a pain or jack barking yep <sighs> anyway 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 melissa anyway what movie have you watched recently? I believe, as you mentioned, I also watched a lot of movies on the way back home. Oh, so many movies. Yeah, right? <laughs> Usually this is how I get all my Oscars movie watching done is because they always had like the more recent Oscar nominations, not necessarily for this year, but previous years. So I watched the Elvis biopic. Eh. I watched The Devil Wears Prada for the first time. It's like, not really my thing but i did a one-two punch of mm-hmm. black Klansman, yeah and judas and the black messiah 
That is a hell of a double feature. Oh my God. They're both phenomenal films and they're about two, they're kind of like the flip side of police operations during this time in history. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, dear listeners, Judas and the Black Messiah, phenomenal film, really great script, great performances. Uh, Daniel, I'm going to fuck up his name again, Kaluuya? That sounds right. Kaluuya? 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 The get out guy. Fantastic as uh, the head of the Black Panthers, Fred Hampton. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, you're going to have to, t- oh, crap. The the guy who plays the, who he, he winds up being an FBI mole who infiltrated the Black Panthers. In, oh, I can picture it. Uh, yeah, and his, and his name, and I am not landing on it. But anyway, he's phenomenal, too. The whole cast is phenomenal. Oh, yeah, Lakeith Stanfield. He plays Lakeith Stanfield. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Who was and also in Get Out, if, I, if I'm if i not yes. mistaken. Yeah. Yes. Um, phenomenal smaller, movie. Much yeah, phenomenal movie. Um, it's one of those movies that will get you good and righteously angry at the end. Um because if you know what happened to Fred Hampton, there you go. Yeah. But, he was murdered, by the way, by our government. Yeah. 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 Super fucking shitty, right? But in a much more, I wouldn't call it a lighthearted movie, but it's kind of the feel-good tack-on to this is Black Klansman, which is Spike Lee's movie about another real story about a Black police informant who manages to infiltrate the the clan <laughs> you watched them in that order yes i did oh thank god <laughs> uh, right right yeah it, this is the oh yeah black people infiltrating the clan that's super fucking great and directed by spike lee and also has adam driver in it who i very much like and i really uh, enjoy him he right? he's such an interesting presence on screen he chooses interesting roles and does really interesting things with them yeah mm-hmm. i'm i stan adam driver i hope i hope he's a oh, good yeah. guy i'm gonna probably find out he's not or, <sighs> you know um, that's the usual but you know, it, it, I I need Adam Driver to be a good person. I think, yeah, and and Spike Lee. You know, I I Spike Lee is kind of an on and off director for me, and I think he is for most people. But mm. everything he does is interesting, and I it makes me so happy that Black Klansman is one of the hits because it's so good. It really and, is. It really and is. Topher Grace as David Duke yeah. is weirdly oh perfect. Yes. <laughs> it's so odd. And and I feel like if you needed a third movie in this group, it would be uh, Sorry to Bother You. <laughs> Have you seen that yet? No, I haven't. <gasps> I, 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 I I lost track of it. it was oh, my th- God. It Wendy, was 2020. Wendy. I know, I know, but it's absurdist comedy. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Like, no, it's it is it's fucking hilarious. Calvin oh. finally made me watch it, and it is fucking hysterical. Okay, nobody and it, said it, it was it, absurdist comedy to me. Right? So no, it's, that makes it, it is really fucking weird, and and I love that's that's what of it is. Of course, you love really fucking weird <laughs> shit. Well, yes, well, yes. It's 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 kind of like 
Uh, before I watched Joe versus the Volcano, I didn't think much of Joe versus the Volcano, and I didn't understand what it was. But then I watched it. It's like, why didn't I watch this twenty years ago? Because this this movie's fucking weird, and people just didn't understand it. And I feel like Sorry to Bother You is one of those movies where people aren't told going in that this is a weirder movie than you would ever expect from this. And it is gloriously strange. So anyway, but I mean, so those are, those are my recommendations for this week. Oh yeah. And I heartily endorse the recommendation for black Klansmen. Oh yeah. um, Cause as we know, I'm very much, uh, still pretty much in the, I need movies to make me feel happy. Um, so, and black Klansmen, like, the satire is biting, but it's oh, yeah. also got Adam Driver. So, like the premise being that, like he somehow infiltrates over the phone, and then when they need to, when he needs to actually, this black man infiltrates the KKK, and so when they need to send someone in, they send in Adam Driver. So Adam Driver gets to lean into that sort of awkward, having to improv his way through something and pretend to be mm-hmm. something he's not, which. Just leads to some comedy gold. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I really enjoy Adam Driver when he's in a comedy role. So yeah, I'm glad you watched those. <laughs> <laughs> in that order. That's very, very yeah. important. <laughs> uh, let's see. On my plane ride home, I finished watching Respect, the Aretha Franklin biopic, which... Oh, yeah. How is that? Very, very paint by numbers. I mean, Jennifer Hudson's great, but very, very paint by numbers. I have decided that I am getting very tired of um, Forrest Whitaker. His performances are getting very mannered and precious. If that makes sense. Oh, that's too bad. No, Mm -hmm. this is just something I've been seeing. I like ever since like Rogue One and his weird, weird performance in that, like, Yeah. I'm just like, oh, you're you're kind of always performing at me. It doesn't feel right. authentic. Um, right. So I finished that. Um, I watched Fall on the Way, which we are we kind of talked about a little bit when I was in mm-hmm. London. Like I did manage to watch a movie about being at the top of a two thousand foot tower. And yes, <laughs> listeners, it still uh, gave me anxiety even in a tiny six inch screen on the back of a airplane seat. I had to look away. Many times. Um, I rewatched Maverick. I, mm. uh, you know what? I don't think we ever got to because I just watched Maverick too. Did we never? Yeah, we never got a chance to talk about that. That's it's an interesting movie, folks. Yeah, like eventually, what I want to talk about is Don't Worry, Darling, which I watched yes. on the plane. Yes, but, let's talk about that. Let's work and talk about that. Okay, okay, we'll we'll talk about um, Maverick at some later point. Okay. Yeah. So don't worry, darling, of course, being the, um, uh, what's her toes? Dang it. Uh, Olivia. Olivia Wilde. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Who also is in the movie. Mm -hmm. FYI. Um, Yes. So it's the Olivia Wilde directed movie, um, with Harry Styles and, and Florence Pugh. And I adore Florence Pugh and Chris Pine. Mm -hmm. Um, love love chris pine so it's very like not subtle uh stepford wives vibe okay right 
right off the bat. Like it opens up and it's very, it's very sixties, um, sixties vibe of like the clothes, like it's meant to even like make you think that you're in the sixties and all the husbands go off to work at the company and all Mm -hmm. the wives are in this town where there's this constant radio of like literally the Supreme leader. Um, I think his name's Frank, uh, talking at them all day. And all they do is cook, clean, and shop and and drink. Mm -hmm. Um, And right away, you know something's wrong, right? Because, of course, I mean, the men go off to this secret headquarters and the women aren't allowed to leave the town because it's, quote, not safe. I love mid-century modern. I love the clothes. I love the Mm -hmm. hair. I love the interior design. So just to look at this movie made me so happy. Mm-hmm. I am a huge stand for Florence Pugh. I absolutely love watching her do anything. I think not just because she's gorgeous. I just find her interesting. Harry Styles, I can take her leave. He's not a, like, yeah. So the real, hmm, I'm going to get into spoilers. I'm going to get into spoilers, listeners, FYI. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I think it's worth watching. Um, if for no other reason than the aesthetic. And you know what? Uh, a, re- a basic, like another story in the vein of the Stepford Wives. Sure, why not? Mm-hmm. So you're f- trying to figure out what exactly is the twist. What exactly is going on? Um, and... And what I will say is Chris Pine is having the best time. (laughs) Perfect. The best time being this creepy, but personable, like guru slash CEO. There's this scene where it's a comp well, and it's a company town. So everybody works for the company. So when they socialize at the company, it's everybody. And there's this big, company evening party and Florence Pugh is starting to figure out something's weird and the Harry Styles character gets this promotion isn't invited up on stage and then like literally the Chris Pine character is like dance just dance dance for us Show us how happy you are. And so he's up on this stage just da- like a dancing monkey. Like, Jeez. and Chris Pine is just standing to the side, just gloating at the power he can wield. And you're sort of watching going, is it hypnosis? Like what? Nobody would choose this. So what, why is he, why is he doing this? Why, what power does this man hold over him? Um. I will say the eventual like mechanic of what is going on is cool um, and certainly underscores the basic message around toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. uh, because, of course, everything that's going on is based on the fact that she was successful and he wasn't. I don't it did that thing where at the end there's a little bit of a. A cliffhanger um mm-hmm. she gets away Ooh, spoiler you know she is but 
they haven't resolved what the next step is because her getting away uh, doesn't resolve her problem. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, um, and I could tell you if you want. Yeah, sure. Basically, she's been put into um, a VR setup. Okay. Huh. And she's strapped down. Huh. In a bed. Huh. So she gets out of the VR, but she's still going to be strapped down in a bed. Huh. Yeah. Huh. And Interesting. they're still going to be coming for her. Because, see, he signed up for a special service that allows him to take care of her. And mm -hmm. so he involuntarily, like, committed her to this world. And here's what's, like, the I will say the layering of fucked up on this is actually quite good. The women are in there full time. The men are only in there for evening. They have to leave to go hold down a real day job to pay for the service. Huh. Yeah. And so they sign this contract, like, the agreement is that they will care for their and I'm, I can't remember the word they use, but it's like their unit. They like It's up to them <laughs> to care for it. So like the husband or, you know, the male partner is responsible for the physical upkeep of the of this body that is inert. And obviously she strapped down because he like overpowered her and put her in. And they have to leave. When they go to work, that's them logging out and having to go hold down a job to pay for the continued service. That so is so... Wow. Yeah. And then they come back after their work day is over and log in and get to live their fantasy. Jeez. Yeah. Like, it's... I kind of like the layers of fucked upness of it. It's, uh -huh. But, like, it's still missed a little. Okay. It's still something missed a little. And it might okay. be, it might just be that like Harry Styles is fine but maybe the construct of his character didn't quite grab enough and I don't know whether that's okay. his performance or how the character was written or perhaps cuz apparently Olivia Wilde had a a fling with him on the set like that always muddies the water of clarity right. on a performance. Right. So, who knows? But Chris Pine is the bad guy. Yes, please. <laughs> more Chris Pine. Always, Always more, good. Like, and like so many actors, when you see that they are, they feel confident enough to just take roles they want to take and enjoy the process of doing what they're doing. It's so much fun to watch them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because like many, a pretty, pretty man uh, who was forced into a lot of rom-coms and shit. He's funny and weird. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so I love watching like him get grow older, much like Brad Pitt growing older, George Clooney growing older. Like they're a lot more interesting now. Mm -hmm. And a lot more attractive because that's what I'm attracted to is, you know, weird and funny. Weird. Mm -hmm. Weird and funny. So yeah, don't worry, darling. It's um, huh. it is worth a watch. 
I think. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I'll put it on my list. My and list. I'm sorry about the spoilers. <laughs> I'll put a spoiler warning on it. Or maybe I'll clip it. Well, we'll, we'll see spoiler how I feel about it. I do oh, have the spoiler wait. zone music. I've used it. I've used it. I shall use it again. Which is appropriate considering that we were talking about Maverick. We'll talk about Maverick some other point. Yeah. Maybe next week. Maybe we'll next see. week. Maybe next week. We'll okay. see. So, Melissa, what is something mm-hmm. that made you happy this week? So, something non-movie that made me happy this week. I was in France. I was in <laughs> Paris. <laughs> and you told me, you told me this is a thing I would love. And it's not that I doubted you. I just was unaware that Pano Chocolat was just as magical as everybody was saying. Yay! Pano Chocolat. Oh my God. That is manna from heaven. It is glorious. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. And literally the the morning after I traveled to Paris, I was in a little cafe getting my breakfast and the next table over is where they were setting all the, the little bakery things that they could easily grab and bring to somebody's table. And I saw there was a tray, tray of pan au chocolat. Mm. It's like, can I have one of those? And, mm. and he looked over and he saw there was like two left. And he goes, yes. And just hands it over to me. So I think that was like the last of the pan au chocolat that they had. And I put <laughs> it in my mouth and it was so delicious. So, dear listeners, if you've never had it, it's kind of like a, the it's it's a bready thing. It's kind of like a croissant. It doesn't look like a croissant, but it's that flaky kind of uh, delicate pastry, and the center is chocolate, mm-hmm. and it's glorious and it's delicious. Mm-hmm. So there, mm-hmm. that made me so goddamn happy, and my life might never be the same. Yeah, when, the one time I've been to Paris for one day. Basically, we would take a tube, we would take the metro from one place to another, get out from the metro station, and the first thing we'd do is find another patisserie, bakery, <laughs> and get more pan au chocolat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then walk mm-hmm. around eating them. Yep. Because, yes. Yeah. <gasps> did you go to Sacre-Cœur? I did not. I did okay, not have the time. we will have to go back at some point then. Let's find Cause the Because re- remember, I was there and they were lighting shit on fire. They were because of course strikes. they were when you're traveling. You have the weirdest <laughs> travel adventures. I get to London and they have labor strikes. I get to Paris and they have labor strikes. And they're setting shit on fire because they're Parisians. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I yes. mean, yay. Collective action. Woohoo. But also. Burn it there down. Was... Burn it down. <laughs> I, I seriously saw just about every single police car in Paris zoom past me towards wherever wherever it was. It wasn't far away where they were setting shit on fire. <laughs> but <laughs> just zoom, 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 zoom. And they kept coming. There were so many sirens and flashing blue lights. And then, you know, there was a break of about 30 seconds and another 50 came past me and it was unreal. So, yeah, it was uh, kind of lively. And, uh, yeah, that, that metro station wasn't uh, doing a whole lot while I was there, so. Yeah. 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 I don't remember. When did we podcast when we were in London? 
Um, it, I want to say it, well, it was after we saw Moulin Rouge on stage and after our set visit, which was on two, no, Wednesday. wait, Wednesday. Wednesday, that was on Wednesday. So it must've <laughs> been Thursday. I already tweeted about Moulin Rouge. Yes. Yes. Okay. We already talked about Moulin Rouge. Yes. Okay. It's just that literally you were in Paris, which is the home of the Moulin Rouge. So that's what made me right. think of it. Okay. Right. I and I didn't get to see. The, I mean, irony. I did not get to see the Moulin Rouge in Paris, but because it's, um, it's I will up return. Sacre Coeur. It's up in Montmartre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will go back at some point. We will go to Montmartre together, and we will eat all Perfect. the pain of chocolat. And I have glorious. to see Versailles, and I have to see uh, the. Hopefully, Notre God, Dame will called? get finished. <sighs> We'll see. I, I mean, it will. It will. But also uh, I, the House of Monte Cristo or, or whatever they call it. Uh, Alexandre Dumas' home. Oh, sure. I was able did. to go out and see. I mean, of all people, to not get you not to get to see that, that's so sad. Right? Well, I f- the first thing I did in Paris was go to the Pantheon and visit the grave of Alexandre Dumas. So <laughs> I got that. I got that. Good, 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 good. Yeah. Um, By the way, Pantheon is really freaking cool. Right? Uh Paying your respect. I saw you went to Saint-Chapelle as well. It was gorgeous. Saint-Chapelle. Saint-Chapelle is one of those of like, cool, cool, yeah, Notre Dame. Go to Saint-Chapelle. Yeah. It's like being inside a jewel. Yes. The the collection of stained... It's literally like floor-to-ceiling stained glass. Just incredible. Absolutely beautiful. (sighs) Ah. Ah, Paris. Yeah, right? Ah, Paris. Um, what made me happy this week? Yes. Jimmy John's. <laughs> I love that we're on to food right now. It must be dinner time. <laughs> like, and I want to be clear. I do know that the owner of Jimmy John's is problematic. I do. Yeah. Um, but I was really hungry and I got a Jimmy John's and it really, <laughs> like, it really made the difference. <laughs> when you're when you're getting hangry yeah 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 Yeah. and like it's good bread it's a solid sandwich and like yeah just can i just have a gym can i just have a good sandwich without any effort on my part fuck yeah it's like subway only better only better Mm -hmm. um so yeah jimmy john's that that brought me joy this week (laughs) perfect I, so, dear listeners, I was working on uh, Fearless Fest here in Minneapolis, which is what Die Laughing has become. Um, but why, did they, Fest why is, did they rename it? Uh, because it's no longer 50 hours straight of live comedy. We actually go to bed at night. Yes, I like this. That's what I thought. I, see, I don't. Oh. <laughs> see, I'm all in on the 50 hours long thing because I was usually the tech person for the overnights and weird fucking shit happened at 3 a.m. at that event. I, the weirdest, strangest, most bizarre ideas went on stage at like 2 or 3 a.m. And I'd describe it the next day and people wouldn't believe it. But, but you know, this is this is like the, oh, we're getting old and now we sleep at night thing. So it doesn't feel like the same. It's still three days of live comedy. It's yeah, just it's, that. Yeah, there's something yeah. to be said for chaos. Embracing yeah. chaos. Yeah. The, and the, the ragged uh, survivors dragging themselves on stage at 9 p.m. on Sunday night going, we did it. 
<laughs> anyway, but, I mean, anyway, were... anyway, anyway, I was at, I was doing Die Laughing this weekend and, uh, you know, I did I had two shows. I had Judging a Book by its cover on stage and I had PowerPoint karaoke on stage and then I had my tech shifts. And yesterday, stacking Die Laughing onto myself a couple of days after two weeks of travel in Europe may not have been the wisest thing <laughs> that I've ever done in my life. I feel like a lot of people might have thought, hmm, is this a lot? But but Melissa, what I love about you is that uh, <laughs> you, you, yeah, that's, that's, you gun, guns are blazing. Just go on. Indeed. Indeed. And I was really flagging by Sunday morning. It's like, oh, the PowerPoint karaoke fine, but you know, doing the tech shift after that is like, oh man, I'm tired and I hurt. And I went into fucking Chipotle and I had a burrito. <sighs> right. And when you need a burrito, mm -hmm. that burrito is a goddamn lifesaver. That should be medically prescribed for exhaustion. Burritos. <laughs> are an amazing food so i feel you with that jimmy john's i your your jimmy john's is like a burrito there's a bread product and there's stuff inside <laughs> and it is healing it it is healing healing thing right how often yeah. do we forget when we're flagging or sad or tired or hurting what if i ate something <laughs> <laughs> right and not just what if I ate something, what if I ate something that just made me happy, like a good right. sandwich or a burrito right. <laughs> or pan au chocolat. Pan au chocolat. Right. Mm. Oh, mm. Mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I can eat so many of those. It's not healthy. But it's, <laughs> like, I'm sure geez. there's no part of those that are healthy in any amount. But... Oh, but it's butter. Butter's good for you, right? I know. <laughs> It's good for your soul. It's That's so what it flaky. is. Yes. yes. All right. All right, listeners. Thank you for <laughs> writing along on this uh, uh, <laughs> minivan to who knows where. <laughs> Indeed. Thank you. Uh, but we're going to wrap up this episode. So um, thank you for joining us as we, we chatted about movies for a little bit. I have been one of your co-hosts, Wendy, joined, as always, by that one over there. Melissa. Yay. Yeah. Yay. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. 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 Thank you for joining us in the Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome. Our theme song was written by Tim Wick and Jeffrey Brown and recorded and mastered by Chad Dutton. New episodes arrive every Thursday. You can find us on iTunes and on Stitcher. You can also visit us at XanaduCinema.com, follow us on Twitter at Xanadu Cinema, and like us on Facebook at Xanadu Cinema Pleasure Dome. So...